Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Are we all good? I hope so. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I don't have any birthdays to mention today. Um, I know Maisie is having her birthday party today, so I expect she's very excited already. Um, so, wow, wow, wows. Oh my goodness, I've got such, do you know what? So excited. Um, I was excited for two reasons. First of all, um, I went out last night um, and I didn't mention it because I was very, very nervous. But me and my brother entered a um, singing competition and we won! Yay! Um, so, see, I can sing really, I promise. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was very excited to win. Um, and uh, my brother played guitar and sang as well. Uh, so we were a perfect group yesterday. <laughs> uh, my daughter wasn't very happy because she wanted to come and see us, but it was in a pub and it was at night, so she wasn't able to. Um, but we did, we won and it was such nice, uh, such good, good feeling. Um, so yes, that was the first thing about me being excited. But the second thing is even better because we have, um, got our first uh you know i said yesterday we had our um website up and running for hoodies and t-shirts and bags and um things like that well um until yesterday or until sort of late yesterday uh our logo was the only thing that was on any of the t-shirts but 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 now we have another one it's a fairy tale castle um coming out of a book it's lovely um so yeah i'm very excited about that as well <laughs> i get excited so easily um so easily pleased i am <laughs> but who cares um so we've got a new book today uh it's called um what's it called the three bold pixies and other stories and it was one that i bought and it arrived yesterday i was very excited again very excited i had five books um that arrived yesterday um and they were all there's about between 25 and 30 stories in each one and they only cost me two pound each so i was well chuffed with that that was a bargain anyway anyway um so sunday is a day of rest and today it's going to definitely be a day of rest because i'm going to rest my voice for a start off um after last night excuse me oh my goodness um anyway 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 isabella thank you for telling me that the dinosaur that is um vegetarian with a long neck is a brachiosaurus thank you so much um i knew it was either a brachiosaurus or a diplodocus but i wasn't sure which one um so thank you 
And we have a question by Karina, which we will answer very shortly. Karina, I loved your question. And I was absolutely, I didn't know anything about it. Um, and I am definitely going to be doing it um, on New Year's Eve. So it's perfect. But anyway, first of all, the riddle. Okay, so the riddle was from Jasper, if you remember, and it was, uh, bear with me while I try and find it again. Um, I am a word. If you pronounce me right, I am wrong. If you pronounce me wrong, I will be right. Do you know what? I had to ask Jasper to send me the answer before I could share this riddle because I didn't know it. And now when he told me what it was, I was like, oh, why didn't I know that? That's dreadful. <laughs> I should have known. The answer is wrong. Oh, of course, because if you pronounce it right, you're saying wrong. But if you pronounce it wrong, then you'll still be, you'll be right. Oh, my goodness. Talk about confusing riddles. <laughs> Jasper, that was a very, very good one. Well done, you. Now, the riddle for today is by Steffi. Okay. So, Steffi, you said... Um, that I can travel at nearly a hundred miles per hour, but never leave the room. You can cover me up, but that doesn't slow me down, slow me down. You will not know if I come only once or again and again and again. What am I? Ooh, that one is very difficult, isn't it? Luckily, you included the answer, so I know what it is. <laughs> and it makes sense when you know what the answer is. So uh, let me know if you know the answer to that one. Um, thank you, Steffi. Uh, right, 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 right. Now, somebody asked me why I do fun facts. Um, and... Um, I have to say that fun facts to me, I love fun facts, okay? I love learning new things about everything. Um, I'm one of these people who like to know things. Some people call that nosy. Some people, you know, <laughs> but I don't care. I love knowing things. So, um, a wise man once said, learn something new every day. We might not know a lot about the world yet compared to how much is out there, but we always discover new things about it. And what is better than discovering new things? So that's why I do fun facts, because I like to know things. And I know my children love the fun facts because they like to go into school and tell their teacher, did you know? 
I'm sure their teachers probably um, dislike me because some of the things they don't know. Um, but then they're learning new things as well. So there you go. That is why I do fun facts. Now, the fun fact for today is about tomato ketchup. Ooh. So you may or may not know that for 16 years, um, ketchup, tomato ketchup, was um, used as a medicine. So why was it used as a medicine? Well, let's see. So uh, they only started using tomatoes in it in 1834 so up until then it was just fish and mushrooms basically um and it wasn't a red color it was bleh, yucky color um so whether you love it or hate it it had a use way beyond burgers and hot dogs <laughs> um because when the tomatoes were introduced um, the man that introduced them said that the antioxidants in the tomatoes gave it a medicinal property. And he said, he claimed that it could uh, cure diarrhoea, indigestion, jaundice and rheumatism. So a miracle drug indeed. And he turned it into pills. Or he got somebody else to make pills with the mixture. Needless to say, um, even though it went on for 16 years being sold as a medicinal thing, it didn't actually work. Mm. So I don't think that, you know, you could just take a pill and all those things would be gone. I think it's very difficult to cure uh, rheumatism and jaundice with something that's also supposed to cure indigestion and diarrhoea. <laughs> but as I say, that would be a miracle drug indeed. So there you go. That, that ladies and gentlemen, is the fun fact for the day. However, um, Karina asked me a question and she said, what is um, the Spanish tradition of eating 12 grapes all about? And I didn't have a clue what she was talking about. So, Karina, this is why um, they do it. And it's not only in Spain now. They've actually started doing it in many countries. And I am going to be doing this this year because it's amazing. So the Spanish tradition and anybody listening in Spain or who speaks Spanish, please forgive how I pronounce this because I do not speak Spanish and I am probably going to get it absolutely 100% wrong. But the Spanish tradition of eating 12 grapes at midnight on December the 31st is called, and this is the bit that's going to get wrong, Las or Las Doce Uvas de la Suerte. Please don't 
write in and tell me how awfully I <laughs> I pronounce that. But it means the 12 grapes of luck. OK, so each grape and clock bell strike represents each of the coming 12 months. So the tradition back began in Spain, but has since spread to many countries. Eating one grape at each of midnight's 12 clock chimes guarantees you a lucky year. And that welcomes in the new year. So you better bear with me while I just find this uh, diddly do. So, yeah, you as the clock strikes 12, so it goes ding or dong, dong, and you eat a grape. Dong, and you eat another grape. <laughs> so you have to do it one at a time. So it dates back from at least 1895, but was consolidated among the population in 1909. In December of that year, some vine growers spread this custom to better sell huge numbers of grapes from an excellent harvest. <laughs> According to the tradition, Eating the 12 grapes leads to a year of good luck and prosperity. In some areas, this practice is also believed to ward off witches and evil in general, although today it's mostly followed as a tradition to celebrate and welcome the new year. There are two types of places where people gather to eat the grapes. At home with family members after dinner or in the main squares around the country where the most famous being the Puerta del Sol in Madrid and where this tradition started. The 12 grapes are closely related to the time ball and clock of the Royal House of the Post Office in Puerta del Sol, oh my goodness, um, from where the change of year is broadcast on all major TV networks in Spain. There we go. Um, so I think this has to be the best tradition ever. But you have to have eaten all 12 grapes, okay, before the clock strikes midnight. Otherwise, it doesn't work. You don't get good luck. I wonder, actually, I'm now wondering because I am a wonderer. But I wonder if you eat 10 of them, but then you can't eat the other two in time, whether you get good luck up until November, because that's the 10th month, and then bad luck in, no, November. October, sorry, and then bad luck in the um, 11th and 12th month, which is November and December. So I wonder if that's right or whether you just get the whole year of bad luck. So maybe it's best not to try it. <laughs> but I think that is um, a brilliant, brilliant uh, tradition and uh, definitely one, one worth sorting in this country. So, Karina, thank you very much for bringing that to my attention. Um, I love it. It's amazing. So, um, what days is it today? 
Well, you will be glad to know that it is National Ice Cream Day. And that's going to be wonderful tonight because I'm going to have ice cream to soothe my throat. Um, it's also World Snakey Day. Ooh, hiss. Um, National Corn Fritter Day. I do like corn fritters. Guinea Pig Appreciation Day. So, Maisie, you can appreciate your guinea pigs today. <laughs> I'm sure you appreciate them every day. Fresh Spinach Day. And also National Cherry Day. I love cherries. So, there we have it. So... Um, I am going to read a story um, from the new book and it's called, the first story is actually called Three Bold Pixies. So here goes. Three Bold Pixies. There were once three pixies who were most unhappy in the village where they lived. Everybody was so busy that they had no time to laugh or talk to each other or have a party. All they thought about was how to make more and more money. The pixies wanted time to sing and dance and enjoy having friends to visit. So they made up their mind to move away and find a home somewhere else. A little red cottage with a white gate and red roses growing round the door would be nice, said the first pixie, who was called Perry. Oh, no, no, a little white cottage with a red gate and pink roses, said Patter, the second pixie. Oh, no, brothers, a pink cottage with a blue gate and white roses, said Pipkin, the third pixie. So they set off one morning to find their cottage home. They went down the lane, under the hedge and across the field. They went through the wood, down the road and up the hill. And on the other side of the hill, they saw a dear little cottage. It had yellow walls a blue gate and a honeysuckle growing all over it. And although it wasn't exactly like any of the pixies had pictured it, they all thought it would do very nicely. But there's smoke coming from the chimney, said Perry. Someone lives there. What a nuisance. Well, we'll go and see if they'll let us live there instead, said Patter. Suppose they won't let us, said Pipkin. Suppose there is someone perfectly horrid living there. Oh, dear me, yes, said Perry. Well, one of us will go first, and if there is someone horrid there, the others can save him if he gets into trouble. You go, Pipkin, said Patter. You're the bravest. Well, Pipkin marched up the path to the little front door of the yellow cottage and he 
banged on the door with the knocker. Blim blam, blim blam. Come in, said a voice. So Pipkin walked in. And who should he see inside but Clickety Clock, the bad gnome. Pipkin didn't like the look of him at all, but he was bold and said, Good day to you. Can I come and live in this cottage? You can, said Clickety Clock, and he caught hold of Pipkin and pushed him into a cupboard. He locked the door and laughed. Ha ha, he said. You won't get out of there, Pixie. You can live in this cottage until old wizard Nimnam comes and then I'll sell you to him. Well, the two pixies who were left outside waited and waited for Pipkin to come back, but he didn't. So then Patter marched boldly up to the front door and banged with the knocker. Blam, 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 blam. Come in, shouted the gnome, and in went Patter. But when Clickety Clock saw Patter, he looked quite scared. Stars and moon, he said, didn't I lock you up in the cupboard just now? Well, as soon as he heard that, Patter knew what had happened to Pipkin. So he said, bold as brass, yes, you did put me in the cupboard, Clickety Clock, but I got out as easy as winking. Oh, you did, did you, said the gnome, and he caught hold of Patter and threw him into a big chest. Well, you won't get out this time. I'll lock you here, safely, till the wizard Nimnam comes along to buy you. Well, Perry was the only one left outside the house now, and he waited and waited for Patter and Pipkin to come back. But they didn't. So he too walked up to the front door path and banged with the knocker. Blim, blam, blim, blam. Come in, roared the gnome and in walked Perry. Clickety clock leapt to his feet in fright. Didn't I lock you in the cupboard and then in the chest and here you come banging at my front door again, he squealed. Well, then Perry knew what had happened to the others and he grinned at Clickety Clock and said, Ho, ho, gnome, you may think you're clever, but you can't beat me. The gnome gave a yell and rushed out of the front door to fetch his friend Nimnam. Perry ran quickly to the chest and let out Patter. He opened the cupboard and let out Pipkin. Stand at the front window, Pipkin, said Perry, and you, Patter, stand at the back window. I'll go to the bedroom window. See what Clickety Clock says when he comes along. So each pixie went to a window and kept behind the curtains to watch for Clickety Clock. Soon the gnome came along with his friend Nimnam. The first thing they saw was Pipkin's cheeky face peeping out of the front window. So they ran to the back. And bless us all, there was Patter's cheeky face grinning at them there. And when they climbed up to the bedroom window, there was Perry 
playing peepo with them behind the curtain. That pixie is magic, cried the gnome in fright. I locked him up twice and he came banging up my door a third time. And now he's everywhere at once. I'm going. He tore off down the road with Nim-Nam at his heels and he never came back. As for the three pixies, they settled down in the little yellow cottage very happily. And there they live to this very day. Perry, Patter and Pipkin. And you can see them doing their shopping any morning at all in the village. But nobody knows which is which, for they're as like as peas. <laughs> well... Next time we read about the three bold pixies, they'll be having another adventure. So, um, until then, we will just have to wait, won't we? <laughs> um, so, what are we up to today? Are we up to anything good? Are we just going to be... Oh, chilling and relaxing. Are we going to be watching a movie or something different? Are we going to be reading or playing a game? What, what, what? <laughs> and you know what? We have got roast chicken today. <gasps> How lovely. And my gran from Black is coming down later today as well so the children are quite excited because they're getting to see their great gran their granny annie um which is what they call her so uh yeah it's all going on no no rest for me today um because i've got a roast dinner to cook and um Although I will be eating ice cream later, definitely, because not only is it National Ice Cream Day, but I need to to soothe my throat with ice cream. It's the best thing for it. Although, actually, it's probably not. Do you know what's the best thing to make your throat heal up? Toast. That's what a nurse or a doctor told me. Um, you... When somebody has tonsillitis and they take, um, they've got like a really sore throat, they give them toast to eat because that, the roughness of the toast, um, heals your throat up better and quicker than something soft like ice cream. So although the softness um, of the ice cream or the jelly or the, the lolly or whatever is soothing and makes it feel nice <laughs> it doesn't actually heal it up very well um, if you want to heal it quicker then and stop having a sore throat then you eat toast <laughs> oh, I bet you didn't know that did you <laughs> anyway anyway um, I'm gonna go and tomorrow We'll see what story we can find to read tomorrow. Um, bearing in mind, I have lots of new books. <laughs> so exciting. Um, and until tomorrow, make sure 
you take care and stay safe and I will see you all again this time tomorrow. Bye for